Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. This episode is brought to you in part by Bluehost Hosting. It's what I use, you know, for all the stuff that you see over there at nlcast.com or thatstoryshow.com. And it's only $4.95 per month the first year. It gets you unlimited space, unlimited domains, unlimited bandwidth. Check out thatstoryshow.com slash Bluehost to sign up today. Hi, this is Brian with the Surviving God for Christian Man podcast. And you're listening to the Call In Your Story and Try to Make John and James Puke Show. <laughs> hey, this is That Story Show. Like you said, it is episode 236, brought to you the week of November 25th, 2014. And uh, that story show, of course, is the uh, the show that shares funny life stories from all over the world, mostly America, to be honest. But you know, Canada and uh, the UK, welcome, welcome. Uh, I'm your host. My name is James Kennison. With me, as always, today is John Steinklopper. How you doing, John? I am medicated <laughs> and feeling fine. Feeling fine. What kind of medication are you on today? <laughs> is it a stimulant or a re- um, relaxant? A leave. A leave. Oh man, I don't know. It's a leave cold and sinus. No, oh. not just like the regular headache stuff, but the kind that like opens up your sinuses and Yeah, and kind of the stuff that, that you take right before you would usually go to bed, not do a podcast. No. <laughs> no. I, I they they actually tell you not to take it because it actually kinda of keeps you up. I get oh. a little jittery sometimes with okay. it. Okay. It's, I think it's the stuff that that guy on Breaking Bad would boil down and turn into something else. Oh, I don't see, know I was what trying to predict what kind of behavior we're going to get from you. Because last time you were medicated, you know, it was, it was a little different. Today, I don't know what to expect. I thought it would be hmm. the laid back thing. But if you're saying jittery, I'm looking forward to that too. Whatever we got. Whatever we'll see we what happens. I appreciate it either way. I might just wet my pants. That that's fine. That's fine. Just make sure you hold the mic up close, because um, so it is an audio podcast. So we have to do everything audio. Okay. All right. Um, it's time for the uh, uh, we call it backstory, and uh, it's where we share a story from the last seven days or so. I had like seventeen backstories happen this week, and. <laughs> But I, but true, true to the show, I'm going to limit myself to one, and then the rest I will bank, you know, in in my my little notes that I keep, and uh, I will share them at a later time. Um, this week, uh, I've had the kids. Um, it's 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 chicken. I'm sorry, turkey turkey week, as as I call it. That's right. Um, as I call it, as of right now, and um, I've had my kids all all two days two days has it only been two days a lot has happened in those two days trust me oh yeah oh my goodness i've had them from the morning till the till the night time but uh on on last night on last night i decided that i didn't want to feed them their their mom was going to be home late 
And I, I didn't have anything to feed him. So I was like, I'm going to take a Chick-fil-A. So we did. Well, we're sitting there, you know, got our food finally. Everything's great. Um, oh, I have to go up and get some Chick-fil-A sauce. Because she asked me what kind of sauces I wanted. And I told her. And again, nobody put it on the tray. It's like, I don't know why they even ask that. I think it's like a little joke that they have. Um, well, usually there's yeah. this little Hispanic lady and she's awesome. Um, and she's there during the day and she, you know, comes up and asks you if you need a drink refill and all this. And she's just kind of like the hostess of the, of the building. And it's been great. But at night, um, I don't think they have that. And she's so the store mom, oh, there you go. Well, at night they don't have her. She, she obviously has a family and a life uh, outside of that building. And uh, I guess the other guys kind of fill in because what happened is I'm sitting there where I'm facing the back where the bathrooms are. And this guy comes out um, and he's got the uniform on that you wear when you do a messy job, meaning he had on stuff, but then he had a, 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 a big uh, apron, you know, the same color as his uniform. He had a special hat yep. um, and he had gloves on up. black, wasn't he? Um, it was, it was black actually. And he had gloves all the way up, white ones, all the way up to his elbows. And he was carrying uh, the wet floor sign. And he looks at me and he does this little eye thing like, hey, like almost like he knew me. And I look at him and he says in a very loud <laughs> voice, hey, is there anything I can get you? You doing okay? And I look at him and I see the gunk on his on his tray and or on his apron and I see that he has a wet floor sign and I see that he has just walked out of the men's restroom. And um I did mm. actually need a couple things. I uh, needed a, a drink refill and I, I wouldn't have minded having another ketchup <laughs> and some more napkins. But um this guy had just come out of the men's room and in his eagerness to please me. And and to do something uh, that would make me say thank you, so that he could say my pleasure, uh, he asked me on the on his way out of the John with his freaking plastic gloves on, drippy hands, drippy hands. Hey, there, I get you. Yeah, go back in there and get me something. Just go back, go back and get me some mints or mouthwash. Some of these Chick Fil A's, you know, are kind of fancy napkins. Just napkins. They they are. Tell you what, why don't you go get yourself a shower? That's what you need to do and do your duty. Well, he so wanted to get that for you though. So you can get up front. He wanted to get you a shower. It was gross though. I, I don't know. He was just, and then, okay. <laughs> I, I, I had already, I had already written down this moment in my book. I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is so gross. It's so crazy. And after I flipped the book closed, he, he's there in my peripheral vision and he's, <laughs> He's down on not one knee, but he's like leaning forward like he like he did a dance move and his head jerks back and forth a couple times and he slips up like he's Michael Jackson and starts walking toward the bathroom again. I can only imagine that he was probably looking at something under the table and he's just very dexterous and all that, you know, and and uh <laughs> but that was twice. And I was like, all right, kids, wrap it up. Wrap it up. We're getting out of here. We've got our 3D glasses and our book that is educational because Chick-fil-A's kids stuff sucks. <laughs> and let's get yeah, out of here. But you can trade it in for ice cream. That's why they have that. Free. Because uh, education That's is right. not fun. They have so much of it. 
<laughs> so anyway, yeah, mm. that was it. Can I get you anything? Absolutely not, Chick-fil-A guy. Yes. What? He's what? a kitchen man. Hey, he's a not kitchen man. Not that there's anything wrong with Not that. a bit, but he, he was trying to step outside of his station, you know? And uh, and I I, That's right. I approve of that usually as long as that station is not stall number three. So <laughs> we're cleaning it. So, uh, so what happened with you this week? Oh man, this week besides this week sinus is a, pressure is a weird week. Be- yeah, well that's that's today. That just started last night. I fell asleep on the couch and and like when I woke up, my throat was really sore. Which I can only assume I was like snoring all night, and and I was congested. So I don't I don't even I don't even remember falling asleep on the couch. I was watching Amazing Stories last night. Remember that show from the yeah 80s? the Steven, Steven Spielberg. Spielberg yeah yeah it's good stuff. Anyway, I fell asleep to it. But anyway, that's not important. What is important is it's not been a very awesome week, except for the fact that I uh, I've upgraded. I've I've moved beyond Android now. And I'm not exactly sure how I feel about that, but I am excited that I'm now an iPhone user. Hey! Congratulations, man. Thank you. It's it's very exciting. You know, like when I got it, they sent me this T-shirt that says, you're part of the exclusive club now, and you have all of our permission to be smug. <laughs> it that actually don't... wasn't a T-shirt. That wouldn't fit on a T-shirt, would it? I I think it could. It would be in the shape of an apple with a bite out of it. And I think you only get that when you get like a laptop, uh, one of their laptops. Yes. That's when you become, you know, I uh, you know, that <laughs> jerky, jerkish. Yeah. <laughs> I have a new word <laughs> for it that I can't say on the show. I think it's a bad word. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so congratulations, you're now a hipster. Let's let's just say though it rhymes with rickets. No, it doesn't. Never mind. <laughs> rickets. Man, because I I'm gonna start naming things, and so you got to be careful because I my filter is very oh man thin. I'm excited. I can't wait to present these stories to you. It's gonna be fun. And there oh, is a well, Skype then. delay that is we've not experienced since 1997 or 2007. Yeah. Because we were talking about dial-up, wasn't it? Yeah, it's like I'm in the studio and you're on the scene in Ferguson right now, and uh, and, and it's that kind of delay. It's like, do you have any updates for us? Yes, <laughs> That's I it. do. And speaking of Ferguson, I know we're a comedy show, <laughs> uh, and I don't want to get political, but my heart goes out to the people of Ferguson. And I hope that the peaceful protesters will get their message out in spite of the morons that are looting and pillaging. Um, because underneath all that extremism, there is a community that is hurting. And so uh, my heart goes out to you guys. Uh, speaking of uh, insight, visit letterstolewis.com. Um, our buddy Paul Guy about a rock star dad. He's discovering truths about life, family, and his faith expressed through a series of letters written to his infant son. Check it out today at letters to Lewis.com. It's time for some featured stories. And the first one is from Mike from mm-hmm. defiance, Missouri <laughs> and uh, defiance. Whoa. Yeah. 
It's a real place. That's not where he lives, though. So, uh, this is, is called it near Ferguson. Um, Defiance is yeah place. yeah. Wait, that's Missouri. Yeah, I'm messed up. <laughs> uh, Ferguson is it's the Skype's fault. Part of St. Louis. It's a it's part of the county. Um, it's confusing, but uh, St. Louis is in. It's not in a county. It is just the city, and then then there's the county outside of it. Anyway, it's weird. Uh, the Bonfills incident. That's what it's called. Several years ago, my wife and I decided we should go. Uh, we should be good citizens and start donating blood. I had never given before, but she yeah. had, and she said it was not a big deal. When the Bonfils truck came around our area, we got in line with all the other people. Uh, the techs uh, do some initial screening of your blood, apparently to make sure you're not, uh, you don't have green blood or something worse. And then they pass you down the line. They lay on these comfy couches, and there were about six of them. They jab a needle in your arm. Attach a bag to the other end and tell you to pump your fist. Yeah, I used to give blood. It's not. That's gross. It's not fun. Did you really? Yeah. Yeah. Like I, on purpose? Yeah. I intentionally? Was, I was afraid of needles and I figured the best way to get over that fear was to go and give blood. And, and with every oh. time it got worse and more painful. So. Oh, so it didn't get better. No, not a bit. Okay. Well, you're a better man than me. I've never done it and I really probably should. <laughs> My, now. He says, my wife was on the other side of the truck uh, on her couch, dutifully pumping her fist. I felt ill, uh, or I feel ill around needles. It's not the initial jab that bothers me. That's my, that's what bothers me. He says, it's when it's pulled out that I get nauseous and woozy. I, I will admit that when they push that cotton ball down and pull that thing out, it is a little, it's a little, yeah. a little greasy there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that that hurts my arm. It's the part where it's in my arm and it's sitting there. <laughs> it's that's the part that bothers solid me. thing that's shoved in your arm. Uh, I just hate it when I – like I had a blood test not too long ago and the lady had, I kid you not, like seven vials or something that she needed. I told oh. about this. I told about this and my blood was coming out slow and she yelled at me for not drinking enough water because my blood was slow. And I'm like, come on. Didn't know I was my blood was annoying. Well, anyway, it's a past episode. <laughs> I don't remember that. That must have been when I was out. <laughs> Maybe so. Oh, she was hot, man. She was mad. She was probably ready to go on break. I was her last person, and I had slow blood. <laughs> Stupid thing I ever could ever be in trouble for. <laughs> he says, apparently my she wife was hot like angry. Or yeah, hot like good looking. I meant angry. Yeah. Okay. Apparently, my wife looked over at me just as my eyes rolled back in my head and I started to thrash around. She tried to get a hold of one of the texts saying, he doesn't look so good. And then I, she flopped over too. She passed out. Uh, I guess from the shock of seeing me pass out. <laughs> the next thing I remember is me standing in front of a refrigerator with the door open. The only light being the light in the back of the fridge, barely peeking around the shelves that were crammed full of Subway sandwiches. It was the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen. So I started pulling the sandwiches out and stacking them under my arm. As I did, the light at the back of the fridge started to get brighter and brighter, but somewhere afar off, someone was yelling my name, Mike, Mike. It was very annoying since it was distracting me from my task, stacking up sandwiches. Finally, after a few moments of trying to ignore the yelling, I turned around in anger to see who it was and woke up to four faces close to mine, all screaming my name. I had a very sore ankle 
from all the convulsing and thrashing I'd been doing while loading sandwiches in my arms, which apparently never happened. (laughs) They kept us there for a few minutes to make sure we weren't going to die and then kicked us out of the truck to make room for the next set of victims. A couple of seniors who were in the truck with us uh, and witness to the entertainment jumped out of the truck and exclaimed, let's go eat which just about made both of us puke (laughs) right there in the parking lot. We spent the rest of the day in bed with headaches and nausea. My wife got a little mad at me when I told her the dream I had. She said, uh, you were about to die and uh, you were seeing the light at the end of the tunnel and all you could think about was the sandwiches. (laughs) So to this day, I get a little ill when I see one of those Bond fills trucks. So, all right. Um, this one's from Madeline from Tallahassee, Florida. That's an actual place, and that's where she's from. I've been there. Uh, this one's called Crotch Rotch, and I want to go ahead and tell everybody, if you have children listening, and you shouldn't, um, <laughs> just fast forward through this one. I have a few funny stories from my job working at Goodwill, uh, but there is here is one to get us started. She says, it's pretty gross. Most of them are, but they're all true. And I have a new appreciation for the small things that I take for granted. I'll preface this in saying that we often have interesting characters come into the store. During the first week of working as a cashier, an old, toothless, pantsless, and apparently underwearless woman walked in. She asked me for a pair of underwear because she said she had the runs and had to throw hers away at the shelter. Oh, and so she's... Went all the way from the you, shelter you, to the... You do what you got to do, you know? I called so. I, I called up a manager. She asked what she could do for her, and the lady exclaimed in a loud voice that made all the other customers turn and stare, I got the crotch rotch. Ooh. Which is a real thing. I looked it up. It's... Crotch rotch? Yeah, it's, it's just another way of saying crotch rot. So, oh. Some sort of uh, fungus or... Oh, something. Uh, she gave her the, the manager gave her a new pack of underwear because they don't sell underwear at Goodwill, by the way. Um, oh, yeah. It's a personal item. They don't do it. And yeah, as she was sense. walking out, she winked at the manager. The manager was a man. But the lady pants, this lady winked at the manager man. And I have to admit that my coworkers and I did tease him about his gift of underwear how it was pretty racy to give his new girlfriend when they had only just met. She says, we don't judge at the goodwill, but sometimes we just have to laugh or we would cry. And I can relate working in the inner city for 10 plus years. I can relate. Thank you for bringing the show back as I have been a listener from the very first episode. Keep doing what you're doing, Madeline. So thank you for, uh, thanks. thanks for the, for the grossness. Crotch rotch. <laughs> Can't imagine. Sounds like a, a a type of motorcycle or something. That's true. Well, you're thinking crotch, crotch rocket. V2000. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's what it, crotch rocket. Mm. Yeah, that's what you're thinking. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. This one's a voicemail. It's from Chris Battles. I think you'll like it, John. Okay. Hey, this is Chris for Battles, and I uh, just wanted to uh, help. Tell how I used a uh, joke from episode 235 of that story show. Anyway, so uh, last week we were having a youth group, and we're all laying on the beanbags and playing cards, and one of the kids 
sneezes in the shirt. He was pretty sick, and he sneezes in the shirt to pull mm-hmm. the germs away from us. And uh, also, we could tell that's a lot of uh, mucus inside there. Ah. So uh, I'm one of the leaders there, and I was like, hey, you know, go, go clean up and whatnot. And he comes back, and he comes back without a shirt on. We're like, okay. <laughs> and it's all, it's all boys there except for uh, one gal who's one of the youth leaders, and that's the dude's brother, or it's, yeah, it's the dude's sister, so. Anyway, uh, so we're just sitting around, and I got to retell the story of how his nuts were showing. <laughs> that story from episode 235. So, anyway, just thought it was funny. Uh, enjoy the show. All right. Yeah, Thanks. you know those boys love that. Hey, we can see your nuts. Hey, I'm going to show my nuts. You know, <laughs> they're ribs, everybody. Ribs. Just in case you don't know. Just in case you, this is the first show. Context is everything here. Go listen to last week's show. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's a good one. Um, Mike <laughs> from Sandwich, New Hampshire, making me hungry. He writes in a, a a story I like to call sweater puppies. Um, just wait before you <laughs> turn off the show. I worked at a local superstore when I was a teenager. One day, shortly after Christmas, I was working the returns counter. The line was really long with all of the after-Christmas returns. About six people back in line was a woman whose chest region was wiggling all over the place. (laughs) We made eye contact, and she gave me a what-can-you-do kind of look. Like, yeah, my my ladies are moving around. What am I going to do, you know? So as luck would have it. Um, I was the person that got to help her. So when she came to the counter, I asked her what was going on. <laughs> the gall, you know. Um, she looked f- furtively. I'm, I should have probably looked that up. Furtively. She looked back and forth and said, it's really cold outside. And I didn't want to leave him in the car. And she unzipped her coat. And inside was a really cute little puppy dog. I smiled really big. And I started petting the little guy. Well, of course... No one behind her knew about the puppy. All they could see was a 17-year-old boy petting a 35-year-old woman's chest area. To, oh, my goodness. To be a person, uh, or to a person, they were all uh, gapping at, gaping at me, their mouths open, their eyes open wide. I started laughing, and the lady turned and flashed the crowd her little stowaway, and there was a collective sigh of relief and a chorus of, oh. <laughs> Nearly 20 years later, I still laugh when I think about what those people must have thought they were seeing. That would have been awesome. <laughs> little Marvin Gaye starts playing in the background over the... <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. There's just nothing. I, I I keep having all these things that I can think to say, and then I have to filter, 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 filter. So it's a good story. It stands on its own. <laughs> yes, it does. Unfortunately, the dog didn't. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. I uh, I I've often I've often had issues with the ladies that use that area for storage. Mm. Have you ever seen that? Oh, where you're in yes. line and they need another dollar and they just dive in. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Stuff is adjusted and moved and, and, and the money is sweaty and it's. Well, I don't even know about it. that. I'm just saying it, it, it just appears things, 
other than money are are pulled out and then put back in their place. I I don't know. I would I would uh, that it's a sexist. It's a sexist. But I think that would be more acceptable if it was a man making use of. Uh, we would probably if we had those. We would have the equivalent of what looked like a tool bag hanging around our necks. <laughs> and there would be all these levels and our, we'd wear a giant wallet slash tool bag on our chest. Hmm. And then we would probably go in for, for mammogram or for double mammosectomies. I don't know what to call them um, to make more room. So maybe, maybe we could just skip that whole segment and there just invent that. <laughs> Go ahead with the tool bags around. Chest wallet sounds like a good idea. Sure, it'd be great for your back. That's the thing; you'd have to have a reduction (laughs) of your wallet. Because I hear, yeah, you get get those tools on there, and uh, anyway, you just have a. I call that area the puppy warmer from now on. The puppy warmer. Yeah, on this show, whenever somebody needs to refer to the area of 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 the femaleness, the ladies upstairs, uh, just call them the puppy warmers. We can do that. The puppy warmer. I, I like that. That way the kids won't know what we're talking about. You know, that'll be great. I'm going to put it on urban something or other. <laughs> urban dictionary. <laughs> yes. The puppy warmer. Well, that's where I found out about crotch rotch, by the way. So, oh, it's a thing. And crizzle. Um, I made, I invented crizzle. So that oh, definition yeah. that is up there for crizzle was submitted by me and voted for by you guys years ago. <laughs> awesome. All right. Uh, Jill from Baldwater, California has uh, a, you'd think I know what they were called by now, a story called Rerouted. She says, I'm a blind listener, and once I had a guide dog. One day when we were in training in San Francisco, we were walking, and my dog veered toward the left. My instructor asked, didn't you notice the change in course? Apparently she was supposed to you know, have corrected him. Um, I, I had noticed the change in course, but I assume my dog was taking me around an obstacle on the sidewalk. Well, that Hmm. obstacle turned out to be a stubborn pigeon. I guess he was redirecting traffic or something because it didn't fly (laughs) off. So the dog just simply took me around it. (laughs) My instructor said it was there first. Didn't have to move the brave pigeon and a kind dog, (laughs) kind dog, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. Doggone birds. Uh, what is this, though, with the blind folks that call in and, and I had a guide dog? You know, I thought guide mm. dogs, from the movies that I've seen, they live forever. You do? Until the end of the movie. I guess that's the thing. They're, they have mm. to die tragically. I don't know. Anyway. Maybe that, the dog finally one day started to chase pigeons instead. Maybe it, and then maybe it took it off. It wasn't a kind dog. I don't know. I don't know about that. Uh, I, I just, you know, why wouldn't you get a second dog? Did you miss the first one? Does it make you sad? Or was it not worth it? You know, that kind of thing. Have you learned more? Maybe she more? got a cat. Huh? Maybe she got a cat. God help her if it's, a, if it's a guide cat. There's not a lot of those, you know, for different reasons. Mostly because cats suck. But uh, <laughs> I would love to see it still. Yeah. Uh, I, a cat... I could see it like just kind of pointing in a direction. Like you could train it to kind of shift its eyes over to where you should go. Um, but mostly would, I would imagine the cat would just flip you off and walk away. That's cats for you. So stupid cats. Um, 
Emily in Franklin, Tennessee writes in, and uh, this is called Horse Crap. Many, <laughs> it's funny. It's a good name. Softly. Uh, many people are aware that dogs like to sniff other dogs' butts, but a, a less well-known fact is that horses like to sniff other horses' poop. Why? I, I was leading my horse. I've heard that horses are jerks. You know, for all the, <laughs> yeah. I have just heard that anybody that's owned a horse that they're horse lovers, they love them passionately, have the calendars and everything. They own them and they're like, they're butts. I don't, I love them, but they're opinionated and, and jerky. But anyway, uh, I was leading my horse Brego uh, from the barn to the pasture one chilly uh, early morning when Brego stopped just outside the barn door and bent down to sniff a big pile of poop. Yeah, as he, I don't, you know, that's what I like in the morning. Just to, yeah, just go outside and stretch my legs, look around for some Ooh, dog they crap. Had grass last night. <sighs> mm. So um, <laughs> it's just the best. The poop. Uh, it's how they communicate. And this one says, you know, please leave a message, and I'll, I'll get back to you. Okay, you know. <laughs> Uh, so, um, he, he bent down and as he's, as he lowered his head and approached the pile, he accidentally stepped on his own lead rope. So when he had finished gathering all whatever interesting information he could gather from the smell of that poop, he went to lift, lift his head and he found that it was stuck on, oh. you know, he couldn't lift his head. So Brego jerked his head up and the lead rope shot out from under his own hoof and upwards, hitting the pile on its way into the air, oh. and it catapulted a sizable chunk of equine feces into my eye. Oh. I don't even know. In your eye. I need a description of what equine poop is like, because um, I'm trying to imagine, and all I can do is imagine wet dog poop, you know? Mm. Uh, if you got hit with rabbit pellets, though, it'd be gross, but they kind of bounce off. Um, horse poop is kind of like big versions of rabbit pellets, just depending. I mean, there's a lot of grass in it and stuff. Mm, but. It took me the rest of the walk to the pasture to get it all out of my eye. The chunk of poo Ooh. had dissolved into little specks in the tears of my eye and only came out one speck at a time. <laughs> Thankfully, herbivore poop is not as gross as carnivore poop. Well, that's that's refreshing because in Jurassic Park 1, when she reached into that giant pile of poop, um, it was supposed to be Triceratops poop. And now I feel better. It wasn't nearly as gross as I thought. Triceratops are herbivores? Yeah. Okay, then. Yeah. They're, they're veggie sores, Lex. There's veggie sores. I don't remember her name. Veggie sores. Veggie sores. Mm. Um, after I had put Burgo in the pasture, I was leading my classmate's horse, Tico to the pasture as well. There was a place uh, on the way to the field where we stepped off the gravel and onto a particularly smooth bit of pavement. Now, Tico always wants to walk in the grass. <laughs> See? Me too. Horses. But okay, I want to stay on the road because the grass is wet and it's cold and I didn't want my feet to get wet and cold too. Unlike Brego, Tico is shod. I guess that means has, he wears shoes. has uh, horseshoes on. And as soon as he hit the smooth, shiny silver, uh, as soon as the smooth, shiny silver shoe at the bottom of his hoof, say that three times fast, hit the uh -huh. smooth, shiny black pavement, I understood while he, why he preferred walking in the grass. Watching Tico walk 
along that road was like watching an old fat man learning to skate for the first time. <laughs> I think of Disney cartoons. There's always horses doing cross-legged stuff, you know? Yeah. And uh, he says, uh, now during my morning walks to the pasture, I watch out for herbivore poo catapults and bits of road <laughs> with no traction. So at least she learned her lesson there, Emily. Thanks for, for dialing it in there. Watch out for herbivore poo. Yeah. Shoes. But yeah, I, I, uh, I, I would never own a horse. I hate them. Uh, there's a great story. I wish I could remember the episode <laughs> about all the times I've ever ridden horses. Every time has ended in absolute hilarity for you and, and terrible stuff for me. But uh, <laughs> yeah, horses I'm don't like me. And at this point, I think I'm too fat for a horse. I don't know that they, I mean, I know hoss. Rode a horse back in Big yeah. Valley, you know. Get a Belgian horse. Those or not big, big guys. Was that Big Valley? Or no, it was Bonanza. Bonanza. So, you know, and then Fezzik in in um, Princess Bride rode a horse. So they must have horses for fat guys, but um, I have not yet to find one <laughs> that likes me on it. Uh, Evan from North Carolina writes uh, a, a story called Dixie's Yellow Jacket. A couple of months ago, I was building a fire in the pit in the woods behind my house. My hound dog puppy, Dixie, was faithfully sitting nearby watching every move. Everything was going fine. I was breaking a stick so it would fit on the fire when I felt a sharp pain on my hand. The stick pile was a prime spot for spiders, so I began frantically searching the earth where I had dropped the stick to verify what had bitten me and if it was poisonous. Instead, Instead of a spider, I found a yellow jacket on its back, clawing the air for dear life. Well, I squished it and for fun, tossed it in the fire. (laughs) Jerk, yellow jacket. Now, those things are real jerks. They Uh, ruin picnics and everything. I like fire. We should do a show about fire. (laughs) (laughs) I thought we did. Did we? Well, if if we did, go listen to it because it's awesome. Ten minutes later, (laughs) I saw another one. So I turned to see where it came from, thinking I could find the nest. And I did all right. They were zooming in and out of a hole in the ground. But little Dixie, my puppy, found it first. She Uh stuck her curious hound nose deep in the hole, started sniffing around. She probably thought she would find a mole or something. But instead, she got a snoz full of yellow jackets. And I was several feet back, helplessly watching as she attempted to scratch off all of the yellow jackets swarming around her. She didn't know just to run. From past experience, I learned that I should run away. <laughs> Apparently, he's danced with the with the devil in the pale moonlight before. Um, <laughs> Dixie got the idea and bounded after me with the stinging insects close behind. I unfortunately had cowboy boots on, and I couldn't run very fast, so the dog and her new friends quickly caught up. I clomped. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Clomp, clomp, clomp. It's like a, it's like a cartoon. I always I picture this big, huge cloud of bees chasing the guy well and if you've ever run in any kind of shoe um when you run fast enough they kind of let go of your feet so he must have uh scrunched his toes up or something or he didn't want to lose his good boots yeah he's wearing his two pair of socks like you're supposed to so i clomped as fast as i could back to the house and i slammed the door shut just in time and then that's when i imagine all the bees hitting the door like knives you know yeah ding 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 (laughs) As soon as um, I stood and I looked at the young mutt who had no idea what was happening, she scratched one more time and one little stray yellow jacket flew out from under her collar. Poor puppy. She didn't make one sound of pain the entire time. 
Hopefully now, <laughs> uh, hopefully now she's not just faithful. She's a little wiser too. Thanks for the show guys. Uh, y'all put a smile on my face every single time I listen. Well, <laughs> you're welcome. You know why the dog didn't bark? Um, is it no? Why didn't the dog bark? He 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 put it. He had one of those bark collars on her, so she couldn't bark, and so <laughs> she. So he couldn't even yeah. whine in pain. It's yep. like let's let's set it to that setting too. You know, as you're setting up your dog collar. Okay, we don't want him to bark. We don't want him to whine. And what if he's in pain? Ah, uh, no, censor that too. Yeah, so, shocks. It shocks. Quiet puppy. I I had a dog, um, and we had a little problem with him staying inside the fence, and so we in, we bought one of those sets, invisible fences. Yeah, yeah, and ran a wire around the circumference of the backyard, and then we put on the collar, and and we had it all rationalized, and and, and rightly so. Is the dog you know going to experience some pain? Yes, but is it better than him getting hit by a car or losing his family? Yes, it is. Yes. It is better. Um, but the dog would simply walk because we were training. You you take him close, and it's supposed to zap him, and then he's supposed to learn over time. You know, this is the area I don't want to be in, and then pretty much after that, you don't even really need it. Yeah. Well, he would he would uh, seem a little disinterested as we'd walk around, and I'd hear it. I'd hear it go on. It had a little ticker, you know, like a clicking thing in in the mechanism yeah. zapping him, and um. So I let him go, and sure enough, ran straight across down the highway, I mean, down the <laughs> down the neighborhood, jumping over the dang thing back and forth, come back to me, run away again, come back, you know, playing this stupid game. Um, and I was so frustrated. And so I decided, you know, I need to make sure this thing is working. And so I um, <laughs> I touched it to my neck. And, and I, I went to go walk up to the thing and nothing happened. And my wife's there and she's saying, you're stupid. Put it on your hand or something, or just listen for it. I'm like, no, it's not working. (laughs) It was like, I got hit with the Jedi force powers or something. The evil just spidered all across the side of my head. It was, um, it was on your neck. (laughs) I, I didn't think it worked. And and then so then I know it works. So I bring it back to the dog, and it, and they're little spikes. They're supposed to kind of work their way through the fur to the skin. Yeah, and uh, and so I'm like, well, maybe he's just too close. You know, his hair's too thick. You know, so I kind of shaved off some of it and and put that joker on there. And then I carried his big giant butt over to the fence, and it went off. He doesn't feel it. I swear I don't. I think he was a special dog that didn't feel pain. He's a zombie dog. Something. He's a he's a he's a a a Frankenstein dog that gets you know empowered by electricity. He's getting his energy from it. We eventually um, uh, we we it it didn't work. And when I went to go and and put it back together to return it, um. I found out that our neighbor, I, I think it was our neighbor, uh, had clipped the wire uh, mm. in, in, on her side of the fence. And uh, it, she, had, she had done that and, and kind of just threw the whole thing. So, uh, yeah, she didn't do it for me, but she did it for the stupid dog. 
She wanted that dog to come in. Her he garden. did eventually run away, so I hope she's happy. You know, I, <laughs> she adopted him. I like to imagine a happy ending for him that he's in Mexico working at a restaurant washing dishes. I don't know it's why Mexico. I don't know why washing dishes, but it just seems like a cool thing to be doing. So he's definitely was tall dog. enough for it. Well, guys, that um, that's our show for today. Um, I hope that each of you, especially the ones in America who celebrate it, uh, will have a wonderful Thanksgiving. The rest of you, I hope you'll have a great Thanksgiving day, the day we call Thanksgiving. And, Thursday. Yeah. It'll, and just have a great work week, <laughs> whatever you yeah. do, while we're celebrating and enjoying, um, you know, taking a taking a break from all of the me-centered stuff. You know, to really take a moment and give thanks and then immediately shift back into the me-centeredness of <laughs> of Black Friday as quickly it's as possible. So, doing this for my children, I'm okay? buying more stuff to be thankful for, okay? Yeah. What about next Thanksgiving? I have to think ahead. Yeah. So be safe out there, morons who go out on, <laughs> on, on Black Friday. Uh, by the way, you can send us your uh, funny life stories and stuff like that to that story show at gmail.com, you know, and you can record an audio message or just type it out uh, or call us. We love phone calls too. 2095 NL cast. Um, visit the contact page uh, for more information at that story show.com. It's a good thing. If you enjoyed the show and I hope you did. Uh, and if you can, please consider supporting the show for just a quarter a show. It's a dollar a month can't do the math you'll uh, not only be supporting your favorite funny story podcast you'll get access to backer only content every single week visit thatstoryshow.com slash donate uh today that would be awesome uh so that's it that's it that's it man it's a little show it's a little uh short today but that's okay it's all right i i'm gonna be leaving tomorrow driving to some some uh to aunt Teresa's house so Hanging out with cousins, so we got to get out of here. Um, visit thatstoryshow.com. Join the NLCast Network Community Facebook group at nlcast.com slash group. You can follow the show on Twitter at twitter.com slash thatstoryshow. And review the show on iTunes or wherever you found us at thatstoryshow.com slash iTunes. will get you right there where you need to go. Thanks to our backers. Thanks to Rob Gobers for this awesome theme music. Our spouses for letting us record our story contributors, and everyone who listens. I appreciate you all. And remember, if you come across something crazy, embarrassing, annoying, anything gross, weird, or just not normal, if it's funny, just think, I'm going to call that story show. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks, John. Have a happy Thanksgiving, bud. You too. Eat up. I shall. Thanksgiving turkey. It's chicken, actually. Thanksgiving puts you to sleep. Trip to fan. Yeah, yeah. I upgraded my computer. That's hilarious. (laughs)
Well, an iPhone. <laughs> who, who, who would have thought ribs and nuts would have such a, a lasting impact? That's going to be like a like a thing we'll hear about three years from now. Um, the time John upgraded his computer and got an iPhone, that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Visit nlcast.com for other great NLcast network shows. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio.